What's up, everyone? Welcome back to uh, episode two of Hot Takes Today. I'm here with my co-host, Kaysen Hammer. Hey, what's up? Brody Reese. How you doing, everybody? And we have a special guest today. We're excited to have him on. His name is Tun Tun Freeman. Please introduce yourself, buddy. I'm Tun Tun. I've known these fellas my whole life, and I love football. Well, he's a perfect fit for the show. We're uh, really excited. We're going to jump right into it. Uh, today, there was some huge news with the James Harden trade. Um, I think we have some big opinions on it. It was really big. Uh, James Harden was sent to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, the Nets, in exchange, got four first-round picks. Victor Oladipo. It was a four-team trade as a whole, so um, it was pretty big. But um, we think that the Rockets... Well, in my opinion, I think that uh, Houston might have got the better deal out of the two. I don't know what you guys think about that one, though. Um, I, mean, I, I would take that number of first-round picks for an all-star any day. I mean, I know it's just me. It's four, uh, Houston ended up getting four first-round picks, right? And then, yeah, and then four pick swaps as well. Yeah, and four pick swaps. I think, I mean, I would take that any day for James Harden if I were an NBA GM. Yeah, it was four-team trade. All the teams involved were the Rockets, um, the Nets, Pacers and Cavs. And the Pacers, yeah. So what the trade looked like is that uh, the Rockets got Oladipo, Dante Exum, and then uh, Radion's Kukris. Um, and the Rockets got three unprotected first-round picks in 2022, 24, 26, and then four more pick swaps, and then another yeah. first-round pick. The Pacers got Karis LeVert, which I think Karis LeVert in Indiana is going to pop off. He's going to go. Dude, I, okay, I, I really liked what the Rockets did with the trade up until trading for Oladipo. I love Oladipo, but I feel like Karis LeVert has such a higher upside at this point in his career. With Oladipo coming off the injury, I know he's shown like signs that he'll be a star, but I, I think Karis LeVert is going to be a bigger star. So I, I really wish they would have just stuck with him, honestly. LeVert's a hooper. He is, dude. I love watching him. And, then, and he he brings to the team what they need at the moment, which is just scoring. Yeah. No, I agree. I think Oladipo will look good, though, with uh, Boogie and uh, mm. uh, John Wall. Yeah, I think he's a lockdown defender. I think he's a really all, good all-around player. So I, it, it's, a, it's a good pickup, for sure. The issue with the Nets is, like, they have a lot of star power now. Obviously, three superstars as a whole, which is obviously insane. We saw how the Warriors were back in the day a few years ago. But, like, they lose Jared Allen, Terion Prince, and um, Karis LeVert. I mean, that's it. They're, they're, uh, they're that's the, that's a huge loss. The thing I hated most about that trade was them trading with Jared Allen. Jared Allen is such a stud, and he should have been their starting center. Like, dude, he, he gets he gets the job done at both ends of the floor at a really high level. And that's, that's something that not a lot of people notice about him. Yeah. I mean, and they still have DeAndre Jordan, which I mean, he's—I mean, he's past his prime, but he's still—I mean, he'll still fill his role. Yeah, for sure. When I'm looking at it, I mean, you in the West, like obviously they're in the East, so they'll be—they'll be good. But if they meet the Lakers in the finals, it's like who's going to guard Anthony Davis? Like, that guy is just insane. Tunton's a big Laker fan, um, for sure, for life. Yeah, and I mean, he's probably still think they're things things are chilling with Anthony Davis and LeBron. I mean, I'd feel good with them too, but. I just I, mean, I want to know what you guys think. Um, out of the three, let's say sh- last shot to win the game. Out of those three, who do you want taking it? Because that's a lot of that's a lot of ego that wants the ball at the end of the game. Mm. Um, personally, for me, uh, I'm biased because I don't I don't really like KD at all, like at all. So I wouldn't want him taking the shot. Uh, I know we talked about that one like 20, 20 footer wide open that he missed for a game winner. Uh, I'd say give the ball to Kyrie, honestly. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you there. I, uh, I'm a big-time KD hater, too. And I, I would say all around, he's probably the best scorer on that team. But, I mean, clutch time scenario, I would, I would give it to James Harden. I just think he's a better player. What do you think, Tonton? I don't know. I, I mean, I agree with both of those. I mean, those are, those are good guys. But KD, man, he's just... His size, how he shoots it, he's tall. I mean, I'd give it to him every time, just being totally real. Just because there's no chance of it getting blocked, none of that. Just doing his thing. No, I I, I think I think every option's good, but I think Katie's the right choice. I mean, yeah, Kyrie's hit clutch shots like in the finals of LeBron and Harden's Harden, but Katie's I think different. I just like how crafty Kyrie is with the ball. 
That's just me, though. I think if he's you do, I think if you do give Kyrie the ball, he's definitely going to drive it, and then that'll free up Harden and KD. But man, it'll just—I just—I don't know how it's going to work. But I'm just excited to see Karis Levert in Indiana. That'll be fun. Um, anything else you guys want to add on that, or no? I think the We're Cavs good. got a stud in Jared Allen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure, that's a big pickup. They got a lot of centers, though, so they'll have to figure that out. But, yeah. Um, I think we want to touch or talk about the playoff games that we just uh, that we just all got to watch this weekend. A lot of action, a lot of fun. Two triple headers, which is always good. Um, we'll start off with Broderick Reese's Baltimore Ravens and the Tennessee Titans. Um, I think this one will be fun to talk about. We have uh, a big debate that we've been going on the past few days that I think we'll have Kaysen start us off with. Uh, yeah. So personally, I don't even I don't even think it was just that the Ravens are a much more talented team. I was just I think it came down to the fact that Brable got out coached. Honestly, like there he made so many questionable decisions down the stretch including my most questionable decision of the game, which was uh, 10 minutes left in the fourth. It was fourth and two going in. They were on like the 46 going in. It's And you have Derrick Henry as your running back. You, like, you got to go for that. You're down in the fourth quarter with only 10 minutes left, and you're going in. You have nothing to lose. Punting gives you nothing. Go for the first down. Make a big play. Make, make a turnaround in the game. Anybody who was watching that game could see that the Ravens were playing to stop the run and I mean at that point in the game when it was fourth and two he was averaging 1.8 yards per carry so if we're just I mean talking mathematically you would never give that ball to him and I mean what are the Ravens going to guess on fourth and two they're not going to think you're passing if I were Mike Rabel I would have thrown the ball I don't think I would have punted it I think that was a scenario where he should have I mean gone for it because I think the Ravens just needed one more stop to put it away after that yeah, I mean, I think I definitely would have gone for it. I would have gone for it. I think at that time of the game, I mean, there's 10 minutes left. The final score of the game, by the way, if you guys didn't uh, watch it, it was 20 to 13, so it was a one-score game. Um, I would have gone for it. I think I probably would have ended up handing it off to Derrick Henry. I think he should have gotten the ball more, in my opinion. I think 18 carries. Yeah, I think he should never be below 20, even but, higher, like 25 maybe. Like That should be the minimum. Even, I mean, honestly, though, at, at the te- if a team's playing the run that hard and your pass is opened up, their first drive, they went down the field throwing it to A.J. Brown. And it doesn't make any sense to hand it off to a running back who's averaging under two yards per carry. I mean, that's disgusting. You, no, no coach in their right mind would ever hand it off to him, no matter who that running back is. What do you, what do you think? Would you have gone for it, Tuntun? What do you think? For sure. Definitely gone for it. Um, with a team like the Titans, um, since their run game is so dangerous, I definitely I would have done pass game probably a little more. I would have gave Derrick Henry a lot of like carries, but I'm a big uh, play action guy. I would have used the hell out of the play action on the Ravens. That's yeah. just me though. With that kind of running back, man, all yeah. day. Plus, your yeah. defense can't stop the Ravens' running game at all. Just there's no point in punting there and putting them back on the field. Just keep your offense on the field for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, with that offense, it's pretty dangerous to give them another opportunity. I think sure. I I definitely agree with Kaysen on how many carries he should get. I mean, last episode we agreed that he could average three yards a carry, or it was two last game. But he's gonna get you, he's gonna get you a thirty yard, forty yard run. But you just gotta give him the opportunity to. And I know he was given eighteen tries, but I just think if he was given twenty five, it would have. It would have happened. But, I mean, in the end, it was a really good game. I think it was the first game of the day. It was a good good game to start off with. And I know Brody's happy about it. Um, I am happy. Yeah, Brody was very happy about that one. How about uh, Lamar leading the playoffs in rushing yards? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's he, he's such he's stud. a stud. He's stud. a dual threat. Top three quarterback. Top three quarterback. Really? Mm. Yeah. no comment Kaysen can you can you actually give your take about um who the worst quarterback to win a playoff game is oh yeah in terms of just a genuine quarterback I genuinely think Lamar is one of the worst QBs to ever win a playoff game 
I mean, Ooh, I think he that's just the could not. Thing he I've can't throw heard. the ball. He can't throw the ball. I mean, he cannot throw the ball. He was running, yeah, sure, like, but running read op- running read option shouldn't work every time, and that's just like that's the defense not adjusting to that. I don't have all the stats in my head, but he threw for more yards than Ryan Tannehill. He threw for more yards than Jared Goff. He threw for more yards than Russell Wilson this weekend. You consider two of those guys a top 10 QB in the league, right? <laughs> Garbage. Garbage. It's fun, though. <laughs> but he, he, threw, he threw less completions and, and uh, yeah, and more passing yards. And, uh, so just is he really not a passer? Watch, While watch. rushing for 130 yards, leading Okay, all right, 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 all right. We'll watch game film. Watch game film. Just throwing dog, straight ducks. All right, bud. We'll bring up the game film. <laughs> he threw one bad. He oh. threw one bad pass that whole game, and it was that pick Ooh. to Malcolm Butler. It was that, that was a disgusting pass, and I can own up to that. But that was his one bad pass, and he didn't throw one like that the whole game. Was a capital D duck. Well, Brody did bring up uh, Russ Wilson and Jared Goff, so we will talk about that next game. I think that was the most boring game out of all the games uh, this weekend. The Seahawks. Dude, can we talk about how good Aaron Donald is? Oh my god! Yeah, he's unblockable. He's um, yeah. The final score was thirty to twenty. That was a pretty slow game. Um, um the Rams came on top. I would like to point out that. Um, DK Metcalf's two touchdowns, neither of them Jalen Ramsey was guarding him. Uh, I'd like to point that out. I think Jalen Ramsey absolutely locked him down, and those two touchdowns were when they randomly took him off to have him guard Tyler Lockett. Yeah, the... I mean, I know a lot of Seahawks fans, and a lot of the... what A lot of going on, what they're talking about is getting rid of their offensive coordinator, because he just... I was talking to a buddy, and he says that they basically run an old-school wing – or not wing team, but an old-school uh, middle-school offense that doesn't work in the NFL. And uh, they actually parted with parted ways this weekend with him or the other day. Which I think it's probably best for both parties. He should probably get out of there. They need a new, off, new offensive coordinator. But, I mean, Russell Wilson threw 174 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Um, I do feel bad for him with the O-line that they have, which is unfortunate. He's so good, and – I mean, but it's also hard when you have a garbage O-line and Aaron Donald in front of you, too. But yeah, Aaron Donald is just not human. Not even just Aaron Donald, either. They have uh, two Leonard other Floyd. linemen. Morgan Floyd. Yeah, Leonard Floyd, too. Morgan Fox, though, is an absolute stud. I can't remember yeah. what the other guy's name is. He wears number 69. Well, and in, in Aaron Donald got hurt, like... He was hurt and didn't play most of like the fourth quarter, and they still couldn't. Yeah, and they were just at, they were still getting getting to Russell every time. They, they were ahead by a lot when they pulled him out, right? I think they're up. Yeah, well, they I'm were, assuming they were up. Maybe they were up. They were up. I'm assuming uh, it was more precautionary, right? It wasn't. I mean, yeah. he, I'm assuming he probably could have gone out and played again, but they're saving him for the Packers this weekend. I think I think they're up seventeen. If I remember correctly. <laughs> And, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a fair amount. No, it's a it three-score game. Yeah, and you want to, I mean, with the Packers there. We'll get to that later, but... And, I mean, they started off with John Walford, and I was wondering if, you know, him getting injured, like, co- could have cost him. Like, if... I I mean, obviously, Goff's better. Um, uh, Walford didn't get hurt so early. Maybe uh, their offense wouldn't have picked up steam like they did. Call me crazy, but that was a dirty hit. On the... On Walford. Up? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That was so yeah. unnecessary. All that just to have Jamal Adams. Yeah, that the Jamal Adams hit. Yeah, I hate him. He's my least favorite player in the whole NFL. Damn. I hate him so much. Second year they've done that too. They did it to um Clowney did it last year. Yeah. Who is it? I don't remember who was on the town. Oh yeah. They do it they do it every year, man. They do some dirty shit. Tuntun's also a 49ers fan, so you know he has some spite against the Seahawks. Oh god, hate them dudes. (laughs) <laughs> almost more than the Cowboys, and that's, like, hard. No, yeah, that is that's pretty intense. But with the Rams beating the Seahawks, they move on to play the Packers in the next round. Um, another game that wasn't super um, super exciting, but definitely me and Brody were actually very upset with one particular receiver on this team. The Saints-Bears game, um, the final score was 21-9 to Saints. Um, and the game wasn't too bad. The score doesn't really do its justice, in my opinion. Um, uh, 
Yeah, I, I thought the Bears played fairly well against a super dominant offensive team. Maybe the best offense in the NFL. Yeah. And I mean, Mitch Trubisky didn't play that bad either. 199 yards and a touchdown, no picks. He should have had two touchdowns, but uh, what's his name? Um, Javon Anthony Wim. Miller. Or uh, Javon, Javon Wims. Javon Wims. Javon, you're right. Yeah. You're right. He, he yeah. dropped a perfect, perfect go right in the end zone. Through his chest. I don't know if this is that bold, guys, but if I was in charge of the Bears, I would stick with Mitch Trubisky. He, I mean, he has a play I mean, he was option. I think, so. and I don't, he's not that bad. I mean, people hate on him so much, and I think he has the ability of being a good quarterback. I think, yeah, he's still young. Even top I mean, QB in the league. I don't think that you pay him a lot. I think he has a player option. Ooh. I mean, he was drafted high. Wait, how, how high in the league? Second overall pick, I think. Third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty high. Because the Bears traded good. up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I actually, think- I read this the, I read this random stat um, about the Bears, and it said uh, Allen Robinson since 2017, I believe... Only sixty four percent of his catches were deemed even catchable, and that's yeah. ranked ninety third out of one hundred and one receivers. Allen Robinson is, I mean, I think he's underrated in my opinion. He's so good. I think mean, the quarterback that had to deal with in his career. Yeah, dude. Like, and he's just. I think he's. I think he's top ten receiver in the league. That's my opinion. I for think, sure. Like I think his, he is. the way the way his build is, he's tall. He makes plays. I mean, mosses people left and right. Um, and him and Trubisky had a good connection that game. I mean, six catches, 55 yards. Um, um, I think Anthony Miller really blew it by getting tossed in that game. Like it's a playoff game. Like you can't be doing anything stupid. He like, he didn't like punch the guy in the face, but he like, I mean, he hit him in the face kind of, and it just, you're going to get tossed for doing something like that. But you really got to keep your wits about you. But I mean, the Saints that game, I mean, they still played good. Drew Brees, 265 yards, two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, 99 yards and a touchdown. I mean. Did any of you guys watch it on Nick? <laughs> no, I didn't have the channel. I wanted to watch the SpongeBob pregame show. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, it was good. I'm going to be honest. I liked the pregame show. But I, uh, man, I watched for five minutes and I had to turn it. In mid play, they were talking about their favorite ice cream. And I just, and I was just, I didn't, I, I was confused at what was going on. Like, I mean, mid play, they weren't talking about what was happening. And all the, there was only one announcer who knew anything about football, and then the other two were kind of just like, "Oh yeah, yeah." To him, yeah, it, was, I mean, it was a hot mess. Yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, I guess they're trying to make it kid friendly, but it's like I thought. It's, I think me and Tunnel talked about this, no, movie, I, but there was an f bomb dropped live on Nick and the the announcers. Yeah, were like, um, I, they kind of <laughs> like love it based on it. It was funny. I don't know. It's like cool because like it's goofy that they're talking about these kind of things, but. I also looked at it from, like, if I was a kid watching Nick. Like, I definitely understand football better if I was a kid watching that. Because they were, they were explaining things kind of nice. It was kind of cool. But, I mean, like Brody said, I'm watching a guy play football. I'm not trying to find out what your favorite ice cream is. <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch football. I mean, I started playing football in, like, fourth grade. But I wasn't, like, super into it for a couple of years later. Um, and I think if... I mean, if Nick was playing NFL games, I probably would have watched him more back then. Me too. Um, I mean, the animations were cool when they'd score a touchdown and get slimed. Did you see Sean Payton <laughs> got slimed or whatever after the game? That was cool. Um, that was awesome, yeah. But, I mean, it's all fun. I mean, I think it's doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, but with the, the Saints beating the Bears, they move on to play the Buccaneers in this round, which we will talk about that game. The Buccaneers and the Washington football team. Um, the final score was 31-23. to uh, Tampa Bay won that game. Um, Tom Brady threw for 381 yards and two touchdowns. Leonard Fournette, 93 yards and a touchdown. And Taylor Hineke, man. Taylor Hineke is a dude. I love that guy. 306 yards, a touchdown, one interception, and a rushing touchdown as well. He came in and played. Did you see that he, and got, he, got, hurt. he got a phone call while at like college, and he was about to take his like finals or whatever? And he had to tell his teachers why he was going to be there. And they were like, oh, we understand. Don't worry. I was reading all about that, too. Question. Is Taylor Heineke the answer for Washington? I know it's been one game, and it might be too early to tell. But is he the answer? 
Um, what do we think? I mean, he's 27 years old, so I mean, it depends on what you're trying to do. Yeah. If you're trying to keep a steady rebuild for a few years, um, maybe I think, not. I mean, you I, could I think you can get an, another few a year or so out of Alex Smith. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Henneke's gonna lead you to great the promised land. In my, opinion. I'm a biased Alex Smith fan. I I want. I mean, I want, wish Alex Smith could have played. I was really hoping he would, just because of the season he's had and everything he's gone through. But I mean, I I wouldn't mind them, you know, signing him to a one year deal and see what he does next year. I mean, if he does pop off, I mean, he could be a good quarterback. I mean, he played great. Um, but I don't know. Using like Taysom. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah, I I never I never I never thought of him being the possible answer, but I don't know. You have so you have yeah. a lot of choices down in in Washington. Quite a bit. Yep. I mean, honestly, when was the last Washington uh, game where you saw Washington quarterback throw for over three hundred yards? Yeah. For, Can't name it. He did have more rushing yards and rushing touchdowns than Derrick Henry. Well, I mean, I guess you're. I guess, ah. I guess you're right. Interesting statistic, How many huh? Yards did Derrick Henry have? 40. Tyler uh, Heineke had 46 and a rushing touchdown. Jeez. I don't know. I like I like his pocket presence. I think he can swing. He makes good decisions. I just, I don't know. I really like the guy. Seems like a tough dude, too. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. I think I think they should give him a contract yeah. um, and just see what he can do. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I think that, I think it was a fun game, too. Um, it was pretty close for what it was, but I th- I'm really excited to watch Brady and Breeze next weekend. I think that's going to be. Yeah. I mean, I keep seeing the uh, the memes of like how it's like going to be on History Channel because of how old uh, Brady and Breeze are, but I think that'll be good for sure. Um, and then there are two more games that w- were on this weekend. Um, another really really good one were the Colts and the Bills. Uh, me and Case and actually watched this one at the same time and we're talking while we were watching it. Yeah. Um, Bill Rivers had 309 yards, two touchdowns, um, and Josh Allen 324 yards, two touchdowns. Um, both played good. Both were pretty equally in stats. Um, Jonathan Taylor 78 yards and a touchdown. Dude, they were workhorsing JT in the first half, like workhorsing him. I don't blame him though. He's really, really yeah. Good. And then they got they got Pittman involved a little bit, and Doyle scored them a touchdown. Yeah, Doyle and Zach Pascal had receiving touchdowns. And Taylor had a rushing touchdown. Naheem Hines only had six carries, but he put up 75 rushing yards, too. Yeah, he's. I know he's pretty good out of the backfield is what they usually use him for, but he only had one catch last game. But, but when did... we, were, we were watching it, the end of the game was pretty... Uh, yeah. I mean, pretty controversial. There was an obvious fumble. And they yes, said, they dude. Said he, they said he was down. It, okay. Wasn't. I mean, when it was I, close. When it was I first close. watched it on replay, it was close. And then I watched it back on, like, highlights. It was so obviously a fumble, man. They, like, couldn't tell if his hand was on his back when he was on his knee. And it was just, like, the call in the field wasn't a fumble. So it's, like, you have to have obvious evidence to overturn it, which is the problem with it. But Yeah. Um, I think... Uh... I think Allen and Diggs were just too much. And not even just Diggs. Gabriel Davis made some insane catches. And then Cole Beasley started off the second half hot. He caught like three first downs in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously my hot take didn't go through with the Colts and the Bills. Um, in the first half, the Bills scored 14. So I was kind of... Yeah. Not good, but I mean, it is what it is. I was wrong. Um, FYI, in the future, if you have an incorrect hot take when we're filming these in person, we will be having punishments. Probably eating a hot wing, or Casey wanted us to do the hot uh, ramen as a punishment. So look forward to that in the near future. Um, but I want to ask you guys: Do you think Philip Rivers just played his last NFL football game? I don't think so. He has another year or two left. I don't yeah. think he's ready to give up. I don't think so either. He looked like he wanted to play, but God, his throwing motion really makes me angry. I really, <laughs> I really don't like the way he does it. It's obviously gotten him a lot of money and a lot of success, but man, it really just. I don't hurt. think it's a bad time to hang it up, dude. I mean, you end on you end on a good playoff season. It wasn't a good run, but I don't know. It's not I mean, a bad I mean, run if he to sticks hang it up. Yeah. He sticks with the Colts, though. That's a, that's a young, elite team that, I mean, is just going to develop. And I mean, I, I, could, I still think a Super Bowl team in a year, two years, you know what I mean? 
if he can yeah, hang on and just keep going. Yeah, I still I mean, think like, Brissett should start for that team, though. That's just me. Brissett, I mean, Brissett's young, too. I mean, maybe another year behind Philip Rivers could help him. I mean, I think Brissett's, he's 28 years old, so, I mean, he is getting up there. Um, I did like watching him as a Patriot. He was fun to watch, but, I don't know. I mean, if you have Rivers, you're, you're going to start him over Brissett. But, I mean, you, Pittman Jr. is young. Jonathan Taylor's young. I Pittman's a young. stud, dude. They, uh, on defense, they have DeForest Buckner. Sorry, Tom. Man, man. He's a beast. He's a beast. He's an animal. But I think I think whatever he chooses is probably will be fine. I mean, he can keep playing. He could retire. But uh, I think he's good. He's a good guy. He has a lot of kids. Yeah. There's a stat. There's a stat in ESPN game really like it was him and next to Patrick Mahomes and they were doing their stats and then they did like kids and it was like Phil Rivers eleven, Patrick Mahomes zero. It was just I don't I, don't, I never understand these stats. But I think the one of the biggest games of the weekend, one of the most highly anticipated games of the weekend, was the Browns versus Steelers. Wow. That game started off hot. Let's Cleveland go. Browns 48, Pittsburgh Steelers 37. I mean, the first play, I mean, first quarter, the box were 28 to 0. Um, first play of the game was a fumble over um, Rosenberger's head. I almost said Peyton Manning's head because of the Super Bowl, but Ben Rosenberger's head right in the end zone, and they dove on it for six. I mean, from the get go, it looked bad. Um, and then the Browns scored one more time in the second, uh, and they didn't score in the third and the Pittsburgh scored 13. So they kind of made it interesting at the end. Um, but they ended up losing by 11 Baker Mayfield, 263 yards, three touchdowns, Ben Roethlisberger, 501 yards, four touchdowns, but four interceptions as well. Oh my God. Yeah. I like how Baker's kind of developing into his own player. I mean, he was a little, uh, I mean, his first few years, but I think he's, I mean, he's really shown that he's a top level quarterback. Oh, yeah. And their backfield, their backfield is next level as well. I, I mean, I, I used to be upset with how Baker Mayfield's attitude was, and people said he was like the next Brett Favre, and then he didn't have a good uh, fresh freshman season uh, in Cleveland. And But I think he's really coming into his own, like you said. And I think that. I think he's a good pocket passer. I think he will succeed more there, but he's definitely mobile and can. I mean, the stats on their bootleg left is like uncanny. Like no other team runs a bootleg like the Cleveland Browns do with Baker Mayfield, and it's because of Nick Chubb. I mean, Nick Chubb mm. is insane. Um, where do you guys have him? Um, I'm gonna go one by one. Where, where do you guys have him? I mean, on your running back list. I mean, top ten, top fifteen. We'll, we'll start with Tonton on this one. Running backs. Oh yeah, I got Chubb at five, like top five. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's a guy. He's oh my goodness, a full healthy Chubb, like full year. He's a problem. No, he's, he's good. definitely a top five for me. I agree. Tonton, or sorry, Kason. Uh, same here. I think he's five, maybe even four. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I'm thinking about my running backs right now, he's. I think he's three for me, and I, I mean, honestly, I think Kareem Hunt's top fifteen too. I mean, he's a great runner. I mean, he—he's RB one on pretty much any team. Uh, he's just—he doesn't match up with Chubb though. Yeah, yeah no, it's it's good because I mean, with Chubb, I mean, you pound the rock with Chubb, and then Kareem Hunt, you drop back, give him the ball, and even Nick Chubb. I mean, I think he had a good game in the air too. Yeah, he had four catches for sixty-nine yards and a touchdown. He had that wheel route, or um, I think it might have been a screen. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I mean, he's really, really dynamic. Um, Austin Hooper had a touchdown. That was a good pickup. Jarvis Landry had a hell of a game. Um, but yeah, it was. I enjoyed watching that game. I mean, it, I thought it was going to be closer. I definitely. Did. I thought the Browns were going to win, but I didn't think it was going to be a like that big. Um, but I think it's just everyone. Like Pittsburgh was eleven and zero at one point, point. Um, and they lost back to back. And I think that people just figured out like. Their their offense like they don't run the ball like old Steelers would pound the rock and you know Le'Veon Bell and stuff and the buzz their, their run game would set up the pass Jeez. game but like when you pass the ball almost seventy times a game people are gonna figure out what you're gonna do they can they don't have to put anyone in the box just drop back and I mean Miles Garrett's a beast too don't even don't even give gotta give him some credit for that but people figured out their offense and that's why they ended up losing. Five more games than people thought they were. People thought they were going to go undefeated all the way through. Did you guys see the video of Chase Claypool? Oh, in the, on a oh, stream, Instagram God. live. 
Yeah, he goes. It doesn't matter. Uh, uh, actually, this is gonna actually lead into my hot take. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw out my early hot take now. Alrighty. I think I think the Browns beat the Chiefs and the Steelers look like even more clowns. Really? You know, dude. I don't I don't think that's uh, yeah. that crazy. I don't like how uh, I don't like how the Chiefs managed it. I don't think it's very smart to if you're gonna have a bye to bench a quarterback weeks uh, sixteen. I don't think it's smart to have a passing quarterback sit out for two weeks. I, I feel like that's shown in the past where they come out slow. And I think if the Browns get a nice beat early, then I, I think they could do something special. No, I definitely agree. I think that they have the team to do it. I think that they can do it. And I'm, I mean, honestly, I'm hoping they do it. Um, the Chiefs obviously are a great team and no lead is safe with them. But I think if, if they go blow for blow, I think it's going to be a good game. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Any other thoughts on the games from this weekend? Tun-Tun, Case, and Brody, anything else? They were good ones, man. Yeah, just really good, really good games all around. Besides Seattle, that was pretty boring, I agree. But I really loved the Buffalo game. That was a great game. Next weekend, though, I can't wait. Can't come any slower. Um, We have the divisional round. There are four games slated to be played. Um, and the first game will be on Saturday, 1.35 p.m. We have the Rams and the Packers. Um, Rams 11-6, and six, Packers 13-3. and three. Um, Packers first seed in the NFC. And they seem pretty unstoppable right now in the NFC. Uh, what do you guys think of this? I think this game's going to go. Uh, I'm actually going to throw out my hot take a little early, too. I think the Rams upset the Packers. Wow. I think the Rams are... I think I think that's a. I mean, they have some scary stars on that defense, and I, I don't know. I just I think they can do it. Um, I'm honestly I completely agree with you that too, with that too. I think Jalen Ramsey was in his element against the Seahawks, and I think he's really gonna walk in against Devontae. And I feel like if he really accepts the challenge, he could lock him down. I honestly think that they have the two best defensive players in the NFL on one team i think jalen ramsey and aaron donald i mean jalen ramsey's the best corner in the league and aaron donald's the best defensive lineman in the league and i think i, I don't know i just it's hard to ever count that defense out yeah i'm gonna love watching devonta adams with jalen adams on him or J, sorry, jalen ramsey i think that's gonna be a really fun matchup i mean devonta adams was insane this year had him on my fantasy team so i mean i definitely saw what he was doing um and jalen ramsey's just i mean he's a dog he doesn't take anything from anyone. Um, I think that'll be fun to watch. And and you got to keep in mind uh, the Packers O lineman David Bakhtari at practice um, tore his ACL, I believe. So he will be gone. So I mean, that just probably makes Aaron Donald a little more excited to get out there because that's one less All Pro lineman you have to deal with. Um, but I I think the Rams could do it too. Um, Tunnin, what are your thoughts on this game coming up? It's gonna be a close one, I think. Being totally real, with Bakhtari out. Um... That hurts because their Rams defense is God hard to block, hard to play against. I mean, I'm I'm surprised my team was even able to beat them, but like playoff Rams are a little bit different, man. And if your team is below, they're gonna they're gonna jump on you. So I think I think Rams can come out with that one too. Being totally real, I think it'll be close. I think it'll be totally dependent on the Rams offense. I think if yeah. God can play good, if his thumb is okay, um. Because I think it's the Rams' offense that'll win or lose you a football game. Like they'll put up forty sure. points on the Patriots one week, and the next week lose to the Jets by putting up only like thirteen. Yeah, and, I mean, they have the, the Seahawks. Uh, the last time we played the Seahawks, they only scored one, or they didn't even score a touchdown. So I mean, it's really it's they got to be consistent and they got to put up points. But if not, if they don't put up enough points, I think it's even the Rams' defense being that good. I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to make make plays. They're going to put up at least fourteen. I mean. And my like, you just can't hold him to that. But uh, I think the I think the Rams' offense has weapons to do it now too. I I wouldn't have uh, really given that offense much hype at the beginning of the year. But uh, Cam Akers has really come into his own, and mm-hmm. I mean you've got Robert Woods, who are just I mean that's a great duo, and if Tyler Higby too, right? So that's I mean solid tight end, and I don't know. I just I feel like it's. I mean, that's a 
offense, defense, and I just I don't know. I I don't know if the Packers can do it. And they have a good O line too. I mean, I think Whitworth is back at left tackle, and Ooh. he's good. I mean, he's been there. He's been there a while, but he's no. He knows what he's doing. Um, For sure. But yeah, I think we all kind of have the same agreement on that one. I think it's gonna be good. Um, mm-hmm. And then later on in that day, um, Ravens, Brody's Ravens will be playing again against the Buffalo Bills, and that one. Is gonna That's be gonna be a great game. That's My gonna be God. a good game. Ravens twelve and five, Bills fourteen and three. Um, I'm gonna let Brody get his opinion on the table first. Uh, I think if the Ravens uh, get off to a lead early, I think they run away with it. Um, I think they've proved that they can play catch up and win a game, but I just I would never trust them to do it. I think they got to come out strong with that rushing attack, and, and I mean, past secondary. I mean, you have. Uh, so last year, the Ravens uh, were the best rushing offense of all time. Uh, and this year, they were the fourth best rushing offense of all time. I think you just got to pound the rock on them and just, I mean, keep it up. I mean, options with Lamar. Uh, Robbins and Gus Edwards are both great runners. We're not really playing Mark Ingram anymore. And I think you just, I don't know, I think they can do it. I think our defense is going to shut them down. I think Josh Allen is... I think he's going to freak out a little bit because we have such a great set of corners. And, yeah, I think I think it's kind of going to be a pretty high-scoring game, but I think it's going to come down to which QB makes more mistakes. Yeah, I think I think it'll be good. I think it'll be exciting to watch. I mean, Bills have a great defense as well. The Ravens have a great defense. Both young, up-and-coming quarterbacks. Um, yeah, I think it'll come down to the quarterbacks too, though. And, the, I mean, whoever, whoever defense can really – you know, shut them down. Um, Kason, what, what do you think about this game? Um, honestly, I don't think I don't think we're giving the Bills passing offense enough credit. I mean, Gabriel Davis, Gabriel Davis, not even I think he's I think he's our third string receiver. Like, absolutely showed out last week. Like, made some insane catches, and Stephon Diggs was just styling styling on the defense. I mean. With Cole Beasley too, that can line up in the slot. They they have so many they have so many weapons with Dawson Knox too. I think their their run game isn't great, but I think Zach Moss can pick up a few yards on the ground. But it's just it all it's gonna come down to if their defense can can stop the offense, obviously. So no, you can't compare games like this. But I mean the and Titans beat the Bills forty two to sixteen in week. Four. and I'm sure that Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs connection wasn't you know built up yet and I mean the Bills have a younger team so I mean they're still developing but I just the team that the Ravens I mean, I mean it was a close game the team that they beat pretty much dominated the Bills earlier in the season yeah I mean I definitely think your point of Diggs and Josh Allen definitely weren't on cue as they are now I mean that was the fourth game they played together, I know it's it's a handful of games, but I think they're def- they're definitely a different team now than they were all those weeks ago. But I mean, it's a decent point to put out there. What do you think, Tuntun? How do you think this game is going to go? That's tough, man. I can't crack the Bills. I mean, they're a good team. Um, looking at what Brody said, you know, that's a big loss. But over time, they seem to get better. So I mean, that's I don't know. That's another game that's just going to be tough. I think. Shoot, I think that one might even depend on kickers. Being totally real, I think it, I think those teams could even each other out, and it's going to lead to who has the ball last, yeah, and who can get the kickoff. That's that's how I see that game. I mean, maybe special teams could really, I mean, change the game yeah. that one if they're scoring, 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 and there's a block pun, yeah. a block pat, a block field goal. I mean, it's really, it's really the little things that do it, and I think it's going to mm-hmm. be a great game. I think it might be one of the best games of the week. Um, for sure, but yeah, I, I, I like your point with the kickers. I mean, I know that. I mean, the Ravens got Justin Tucker, one of the best kickers to ever do it. I know. Yeah. He, I think he missed a field goal last weekend, though, if I'm not mistaken. He did. Um, uh, fifty-two yarder. Out of body experience for him, but I think it'll yeah. be good. It'll be a good. One. Um, moving on to Sunday, um, we have the um, the first game on Sunday will be the Browns at Chiefs. Uh, at 12 o'clock. I think we've kind of talked about this one a little bit. Let's just kind of recap. Um, 
Browns 12 and 5, Chiefs 14 and 2. The Chiefs were the first seeds. So they got the bye in the AFC. Um, and I think we kind of talked about it a little bit, so we can be a little quick on this one. But I think I definitely think the Browns can make this a football game. I think that people are going to push them off to the side because, I mean, the Cleveland Browns, people are just going to say they're going to do what they do best, like they have the past 20 years and probably not make it a game. I think I, I talked about this with them earlier, but I think it's awesome. I mean, for us, we kind of grew up watching the Browns be the um, the scum of the NFL for a while. I mean, 0-16, 1-15. Oh, so many failed first-round picks. Johnny Menzel, yeah. like just failure after failure. And then look at them now. They're, they won a playoff Top game. Team. They're 12-5. and five. They're a top team in the league. And I think they really turned the corner, I mean, with that Steelers game, especially mentally. I mean, 20 years of getting beat down by the Steelers twice this season. I mean, it's mm. hard, to win, hard to win a division losing to that team twice. Um, and now they've mentally turned that corner. Because I think being in the locker room, oh, we got the Steelers again this week. I mean, it's kind of just – it's kind of a down personality that they have. And I think it really has done good for them. And that city, I mean, if there were fans at that game, oh, my God. I think that it would have been bonkers. I wish there was a camera like of the city of Cleveland to see him climbing like climbing lights and jumping on cars and just going crazy. Because <laughs> I mean, just how when LeBron won the finals back then when he came back to Cleveland. Oh my god! I mean, it's kind of the same kind of ordeal. Um, but yeah, yeah. You guys have any other any other points on this game? I think um, I'm good. All righty then. The final game of the week, like I said, the. Buccaneers at Saints, 3.40 p.m. Um, mm. The Buccaneers will be in New Orleans. Um, Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. I mean, for me, I've been wanting to see this matchup in a high-stakes game like this. I always hoped it was going to be in the Super Bowl um, with Brady still on my Patriots. Unfortunately, he's gone. But I really wish to see that in the Super Bowl. But we got it in the divisional round, um, which is also a division game. They've played twice this year. Um, and for me, I think it'll be a lot better than the – other two games they've played. Um, I think the Buccaneers are hot at the right time. Um, I think Brady, I mean, he's Tom Brady. He's the GOAT. I mean, um, Antonio Brown's picking it up. I mean, I know last weekend he had a good game. I think he's going under the radar again just because of all the things that's been going on. With, I mean, it's Antonio Brown. People kind of, he had, he had a touchdown for nine yards. I think it's going to be good. I think, yeah, what do you guys think? I'm getting ahead of myself there. I think that, I think that New Orleans just matches up great against Tampa Bay. I think I think Tampa Bay is a great team. And I feel like you can never really count Tom Brady out, right? especially with all the weapons he has at Tampa. But I just, I don't know. I just, I don't see a world where New Orleans loses this game. Um, I'm quite the opposite, honestly. Kaysen? I think, can you guys hear me? Yeah, you're good. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm quite the opposite. Uh, I, I think that, um... Anton Winfield and the secondary can, uh, I think they can lock down Michael Thomas. Slant boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think, I think Anton Winfield can lock down Michael Thomas. Anton Winfield has been pretty, uh, pretty solid this year. But no, I think, I think the, it's going to come down to the fact that Brady's going to outsling Drew Brees. And, um, I think that's really going to seal the deal for him. Dun dun. That's another one, man. Division games, you just can't, you can't really, it's hard to decide on those games because, you know, the first two, yeah, they mean something, but not as much if they're both in the playoffs. So, I don't know. This, man, oh, that's a tough one. I see Saints as the, favor, as the favorite, but I can see Brady beating him. I can definitely see – I can see uh, Brady on top of that one. I mean, Buccaneers. I guess my, my opinion could be biased, but I think Brady – I don't think – I mean, I wanted to make a hot take out of this, but I don't think it's a hot take because Brady's just Brady, and I think he's going to outduel Drew Brees by at least three touchdowns, and I think he's going to go. You know what? Maybe I'll make him my hot take. I think he's going to throw three more touchdowns than Drew Brees does this weekend. I think Tom Brady's Ooh. weapons are better than Drew Brees. I think Michael Thomas has had a subpar season, and I think that they're going to. I think they're going to do. It. I don't think for a, for a Michael Thomas season, I think it hasn't been as good as it should have been, in my opinion. Um, but I think. Yeah. I think Brady's going to do it. I think Brady's going to do it. I think he's going to throw six and Breeze will throw three. That's my take for the week. Interesting. Hey, man. Brady's that is a bold one. Brady's built diff. Um, so let's. I just want to go around. Which game are you guys most excited for? And we're going to start with Kaysen. 
Uh, Browns Chiefs for sure. Browns Chiefs. Dun dun. Mm. Browns Chiefs. Um. Oh, that's tough. I'd say I want to see that Packer game. I'm. I mean, my division's in that game. Rams. I'm. I'm looking forward to that one. Oh yeah. I want to see how those teams are going to battle. Brody, yours might be a little obvious, but. I mean, of course, I'm looking forward to my team's game the most. But other than that, I mean, divisional matchups are always fun and chippy. So I'm looking forward to that New Orleans Tampa Bay game as well. I agree with you. I'm really excited to watch the Tampa Bay. New Orleans game. I think it's just going to be. I think it's going to be a great game. But I mean, you guys know how my hot take is. Um, but I think we're going to move on to um, a quick thing about Bill O'Brien. We talked about uh, the head coaches that were fired last week um, on our show, and Bill O'Brien. Um, Brody brought up today that he is taking a job at Alabama as the offensive coordinator. Um, we'll kind of get more into Alabama later, but I think that is an excellent pickup for Alabama. Um, I mean. I think he was a great coordinator, but not a head coach. Um, but I think that, I mean, Saban and Bill O'Brien will make some magic down there. Their offense is crazy. Um, but what do you guys think on this pickup for Alabama? I mean, yeah. I mean, we really talked about it last week about how he's, he's a great coordinator, but just he's never been able to get it done as a head coach. I mean, it's really as good as it could have gotten, getting an NFL head coach as your offensive coordinator, right? For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, can't beat that. No. But I think we just wanted to briefly touch on that. Um, so right now we're going to do something a little different. Um, we have our special guest, Tuntun, on. So we're going to dive into his 49ers. Um, we're going to really think – we're going to talk about what we think they should do this offseason, what the answer is for them. And um, I think we're going to let Tuntun start off because these are his boys. He watches their games the most, and uh, he probably knows what the issues are. And uh, what the what the pros are. So Tuntun, take it away. Man, my Niners. It's a big uh, struggle for us. Um, healthy wise, we just can't stay healthy. And even during that Super Bowl run we had, I mean, injuries was a problem. A lot of those guys injured that year were barely played this year. Richard Sherman might have played four games. Our DND Ford barely played. Like it's 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 it comes down to. Staying healthy, and I think we should honestly get a new trainer and strength training coach. I mean, it's just – I think I – don't, I don't see how you have 20-plus injuries and think you're doing a good job. I mean, you, got, you have guys hurt all around. Um, and then we got bigger issues now that our D.C. is getting recruited by every team. You know, so I just think we should go find a, def- uh, a nice replacement for our D.C. And take the right precautions with our players, and put the right put the right pieces in to help us win games. Because it's just man, it's if we get hurt again, it's going to be the same exact year. And that's, I mean, we've seen it. Is there gonna, a certain position that you think they should really focus on this off season on fixing? Definitely quarterback, man. And that's the bad thing. We had all these injuries, and we still were able to be a top 10 defensive team, um, stats-wise. Not like anything crazy, but um, but our, our healthy player that's like supposed to be stepping up and doing his job, our quarterback, Jimmy, he got hurt, yes, but like when he was playing, he wasn't doing the job. And, you know, it'd be nice if we can go get one of these nice QBs in the draft. You know, maybe it'd be hard to get, like, you know, the top three guys, but maybe trade someone decent to get – one of those guys. I like Justin Fields, you know. Wilson's nice. Lance is oh my god, Lance. I mean, Lawrence is there's no option. We're not there's Mac no Jones. way to get him, but Mac Jones. So yeah, those those guys right there, I think those guys are good guys to rebuild off of. Yeah, I think for um I know Brody Rice say something, I just want to touch on this really quick, but Jimmy Garoppolo, people forget that he was the Patriots backup quarterback. And yeah, Bill, I mean it's from all those reports, Bill wanted him to be the next guy, but it's like, how do you funnel that much money into someone who played like six games? And yeah, he was six and zero, but at the time he was on a dominant Patriots team with a lot of you know great coaching around him, great pieces, a great defense. I just think people really overestimated what he could be because he was a backup quarterback. And even when he got hurt, our third string at the time, Jacoby Brissett, won us a football game. So I just think that there's a lot of hype around him for. Maybe not nothing. I mean, it was a chance to take, but the money they gave him was not 
necessary at all. Way overpaid. Super. So, Ten Ten, would you say that your injury problems are more, more uh, just due to a crazy string of bad luck, or would you say that's a management problem with your athletic trainers? Um, I'd say it's a little both. I mean, it's unreal. We had, like, I'm pretty sure this is, like, record-breaking injuries. We had, like, 25 dudes on the IR. So, I mean, that's definitely that's definitely staffed and stuff. That's That's definitely there, but... I mean, there could be luck to it, too. I mean, I'm not the most superstitious guy, but, you know, that's just weird how a few of your top defensive players get hurt within three weeks of each other and not come back. So, I don't know. It's That's a tough one, man. Jason, what are your thoughts on kind of how the Niners are rolling? Um, yeah, I, I agree with Tenson about how they need to get find a good replacement at D coordinator. I don't, uh, personally, I just think all the injuries come, come down to COVID. I mean, not having a preseason, it's going to affect everyone differently, but most of the time people's bodies aren't going to be ready because they didn't, they didn't have the preseason to get ready. And with the way the preseason works, your starters are going to play one quarter in the first week. Then the next week they'll probably play two. The next week they'll probably play three just to ease into it. They didn't have that time to ease into it, so that's just I I think that's just really what it comes down to. But yeah, no, I agree. That's another problem. The funny the COVID thing because um, you know, we want to rebuild, we want to get better, and all this, but we can't even play in our own city. You know, our own stadium. We're in Arizona the past like five weeks, and you know, if COVID doesn't get better, we're probably gonna have to go train somewhere totally different. So yeah, it's kind of just a disadvantage altogether. I'm not away game every week. I'm a big Niner fan. I'm always going to watch all their games, but my hopes are definitely not that high next year. It's just, it's kind of just stay healthy is what I want. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to your DC, uh, I think, I mean, I get, you should be looking for a replacement, I guess, but I think what you re- like your number one priority this off season should be to keep him. I think yeah, like, for you sure. really, really, really just need to try to keep him. For Cause I mean, sure. I love watching Niner games purely for when the camera pans to him, when the Niners make a stop. Because he is electric, and I, I mean, I just love watching him. So I definitely want to play for him. But, I mean, I think you got to keep him. Because that defense, I mean, even with all the injuries, I mean, Bosa yeah. getting hurt. like They still play their, they great. Still do their job. Yeah. I mean, it's I watch. man up, you know? So it's like they come they come and play. Like, they're all young. Half the time they were, like, off a of practice squad. But, hey, they're out there getting better. They're doing their thing. So I mean, he's maybe- a great guy. Maybe you guys get really lucky, and if these Deshaun, Wops, uh, Deshaun Watson sweepstakes take off, maybe Man. you can throw your hat in the ring and really just. It'll take a lot, but I, I'd be I'd be a great pickup. I'd make. I don't know. Pick. I just I don't see uh I don't see them being able to pay two quarterbacks that much because. True though. Have Jimmy G on such a high contract. I think I think with the. Trade, I mean, unless you, you unless you find. You'd have to. Unless you find a team that would somehow take him, but I just no, I don't no. see any team in the NFL wanting a QB of that quality for that much money. Well, and what if if they do trade for Watson, I think that shows that the Texans are done. Like they're like we're blowing it up again. Um yeah. and they obviously this is I mean, if they do it, they would they take on Jimmy D's contract, they'd sit on it, they'd trade Watson, and because of the Watson trade, they get a bunch of first round picks out of it anyway, so they could start their rebuild that way. Um, so I mean, they'd get their picks, they get those picks to take on a Jimmy G contract, which I think if you're rebuilding is worth it. I think you can sit on his contract for what the next two years he has it for. Um, I think you trade JJ Watt finally and get a good pick out of him and send him to somewhere that he can win a Super Bowl because he deserves it the most out of, I feel like anyone right now. Um, yeah. so I think it could be done. Honestly, I think it's realistic that it could happen, um, but there's a lot of teams out there who need a quarterback. So, but I think the Niners, I mean, they want to send off the first round picks. I think it could happen. Yeah. And I think Dundon would be quite happy with that. Super. Um, the next portion that we would like to talk about was this um, national championship game this weekend. Um, on Monday, um, the final score was 52 to 24. Alabama Crimson tied over the Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, yeah, wow. Um, it was not the game I hoped for, at all. <laughs> Devontae Smith is so cold. He, I mean, during the game, <laughs> I said this when I was with my mom and my brother. 
I was like, you know what? Screw Aaron Rodgers. Hand the MVP trophy over to Devontae Smith already. I don't even care. He's not in the NFL yet. Because, I mean, in the first half alone, he had 215 yards and three touchdowns. God, oh, man. Crazy. In the first half alone. And he got hurt. Like, if he would have played in the second half, he could have had, I mean, (gasps) speaking mathematically, he could have had 430 yards and six touchdowns. Like, not even just him. Najee Harris absolutely popped off. Najee Harris, uh, 79 yards, two touchdowns in the air. 70, he had 79 yards in the air as well with a touchdown. Um, yeah, I was super impressed with Jalen Waddle too. I yeah. think he played great. Yeah. I mean, he went out. He was making plays wow. after that serious injury. I don't know. I, I'm surprised he played. I think it was so him. unnecessary letting him play. Yeah. A lot of NFL players tweeted that too. Like They didn't think he needed to play, and I don't think he needed to play either. I respect the heart. I do, I though, yeah. I respect it, too. Yeah. Because he was limping bad after every play. Like, it, you could tell it was not not feeling good. He was in pain. But, I mean, three catches for 34 yards on a destroyed ankle seems pretty good. And that Slade Bolden uh, that, that Slade Bolden touchdown, I mean, he was a, his first catch, I think, of his career was a touchdown. Some guy made a, ra- yeah. a random, like, $10 bet that he'd score the next touchdown. I mean, like, nine grand off of it. Like, it was just so random. But it, like, paid off. Um but I mean, I really wanted Justin Fields to kind of put on a show like he did last week, and he had 190. He didn't have a terrible game, 194 yards and a touchdown. Master Teague rushing the ball had two touchdowns. But I really wanted him to. I want him and Mac Jones have a duel that game. And um, actually, this reminds me, um, Casey and Brody were actually having a quite a conversation about Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence because I think Brody has an opinion on Justin Fields that. Other people don't. Is that right, Brody? Uh, I I don't like Justin Fields. I think he has the capability of being a good quarterback, but I just, I don't know, I wouldn't trust him on my team. I, I think that Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in this class, and I don't think anything could change that. In, I, I, I don't think anything ever will change that, but uh, I like Mac Jones a lot, and I like Kyle Trask a lot, and I think they both might be better than Justin Fields. Um, I like Fields. I I think he compares well to a guy like Russell Wilson. I mean, obviously his arm strength comes into question, but he can do every other every other part of the quarterback position well. Like he he has good pocket presence and he's great at getting out of the pocket and delivering a dime. He's pretty accurate. Um, personally though, I just I, I think. What Lawrence showed me in that game against Ohio State, I just, uh, I think he has everything it takes to be a bust. I really do. He just, he's not showing up in the games, or at least it feels like it's me, but I don't know. That's just me. Tom, do you have any thoughts on uh, the quarterback dispute? Nothing at all. I think they're both great guys. Um, Lawrence, man, that arm. <laughs> Can't yeah. do it. I'm, but I'm like kind of biased, you know. I hope, I'll, I had the hopes of my team making some crazy trade and trying to get Fields because I think Fields is, is the per. I think Niners is a good team for that guy to go to. Yeah, that's that's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna agree with that one. I think he would be a good fit on your, your squad. But I mean, uh, I, I, I can't pass up Lawrence though. Urban Meyer is Urban Meyer is probably gonna accept the Jacksonville head job, right? I mean, that's pretty much assumed at this point. Is there a world where he takes Justin Fields one? Takes a four, uh, takes an Ohio State player. I was thinking, I when I saw that on my phone, I thought of the same thing too. Like, I mean, he it's the Buckeye, it's someone you know. I think it'd be interesting. That's that's why I mean, when it comes to the first two picks in the draft with the Jets and the Jaguars, I think it really will depend on who their head coach is. I mean, maybe the Jets, whoever whoever the Jets hire, maybe they want a new quarterback and move on from Dar- Darnold, or maybe they want to go Sewell or go. I mean, hey, Devonta Smith. Crazy, I mean, unless somehow Lawrence sli- slips to second, I don't think it's very smart to take a quarterback there. Yeah, I just don't think any of them are as special. Even if he does slip to two, I think you still take Sewell. I think Darnold's too good to give up on. Really? Yeah. Really? Darnold is way too good to give up well, and on. Then, uh, hypo- okay, if we're hypothetically talking about this, he drops to two, they take Sewell, and then he drops to three to the Dolphins. I mean, they have Tua, but I mean, I just don't... I don't Trade think, down. Yeah, I don't think... 
trade to the Patriots. Oh, word. There it is. There it is. I think, I mean, I think Lawrence will still be the first pick. I think he's still the best quarterback in the class, but I still think Fields is too. I think he's better than Mac Jones. And I mean, I think Contrast's last game kind of dropped his draft stock a little bit. I mean, he's still great. He still had the Heisman potential, but yeah, he's nice. I think, I think this quarterback class is insane. I think there's a lot to go around. Uh, even like I think it's I, the I, best one we've ever seen, maybe. I it sucks that Trey Lance only had one game because I think he could have done really good. Like he was supposed to play Oregon this year, and that would have been a big spotlight for him being in the for league. Sure. Um, bumped him. Even Zach Wilson, I think, has the the looks to be a good quarterback. Um, and then I think people forget. I mean, Sam Ellinger declared for the draft out of Texas. I'm pretty sure. I mean, in my opinion, I think he should have stayed one more year. At Texas. Yeah, me too. With, with how loaded this class is, you're just going to keep falling and falling. I don't know who this, the quarterbacks are next year. I should wish I would have checked, but I think he should have stayed for one more season in Texas. For sure. But I'm excited Great. for the draft. I mean, as a Patriots fan, I can't wait for it to come. I need to see some action happen. Tonton could probably agree. Uh, yeah. Casey could probably agree with the Broncos. Um, I just need to see some magic. I guess Ravens, uh, Brody's Ravens are kind of sitting in a good spot, but <laughs> I'd like to see the Patriots get um, one of those quarterbacks if they're if it's the right fit, or I mean, knowing Belichick will just trade out of the first round like he always does. But who knows? Maybe hey. it's time to mix it up. It's okay. I'm fine picking at 32. Hey. Okay. Wow. Got to get past the Bills. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, I think we've covered a lot of things. Any anything else that's happened this week that you guys really want to dive in on? Um. Any um, any arguments you guys have been waiting to have? Anything crazy going on in the sports world? Uh, Elway is finally gone. Praise yes, the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, we saw a brand new GM. I, I can't even tell you his name off the top of my head, to be honest, but I was just so happy that Elway's gone. What do you What do you think that that GM needs to do to fix the Broncos? Since we talked about a ton of 49ers, what do you think? I honestly... First off, he needs to pay Simmons. We need to lock down Simmons because the guy's a freak. But I, I don't think it's that far off to trade the ninth and a few more picks and get Sean. Yeah. I think a lot. I think a lot. Of, a lot of Denver fans actually agree. I think going after Deshaun isn't a terrible idea. It actually makes a lot of sense with uh, Dalton Risner. He's becoming a stud, and Garrett Bowles, second team All Pro, I believe. So, I mean, the offensive line's looking nice. His weapons are young, pretty loaded on the offensive side if we can get Watson. What about running back? Say that one more time. Think. I mean, what about running back for you guys? I mean, do you stick with Lindsey? Is his contract up? Personally, I love Lindsey. Yeah, his contract's up, I believe. I think, I don't think we should pay him a shit ton. Sorry, but... um, I think we should give him a decent sized contract. I like him so much better than Melvin. I, I think Lindsey is a stud. He just he didn't produce as much as I wanted to, wanted him to, but he was hurt for a little bit, so I, I he does have a small pass, but I think if he could produce a little bit more we'd give him a decent contract. I just don't I don't think Melvin is just our future at all. I really do think this off is gonna be one of the most exciting off seasons that we've had in the past few years. I mean with, I mean, last season was pretty crazy because, like, the whole Brady thing went down. But, I mean, like, off a of COVID season, off of a crazy, like, no one knew what was going to happen with this crazy draft class with, I mean, yeah, all the quarterbacks, Devonta Smith, all the receivers, I mean, even the running backs. Um, I think it's going to be fun to watch and see how all the all the pieces fall into place. But I'm excited. I mean, my offseason has already started as a Patriots fan, and all three of ours has. But, I mean... I'm hoping, you know, I really do hope when the Super Bowl is around, it'd be really cool to have fans in the stadium. That'd be nice. But, yeah. You got to go with the flow nowadays. Um, so, I guess we are actually just about to be finished. I mean, I think this episode we kind of went um, rogue with our hot takes throughout the show. Um, but I want to revisit them and then get Tonton's hot take. Um, Brody, would you like to say your hot take again? Uh,. I also want to announce that I had the only right hot take last week. Uh, the Ravens oh, yeah. actually the held Ravens Derrick Henry. Uh, the Ravens actually held Derrick Henry to forty yards, and I said they would uh, hold him to under a hundred. And I believe my friends called me crazy when I said that. 
If we made that take every day of every week, I'd still call you crazy. <laughs> uh, Brody or uh, Casey, what was your hot take last week? Uh, my hot take last week was that uh, Washington would beat Tampa, and that Chase Young would have two sacks. Chase Young didn't have a sack. I believe it was Payne that did. And I honestly think that Washington wins that game under Alex Smith. You guys love Heineke, but I think I think Alex Smith could have led them to a to a win. But that's just me. Yeah, and then my hot take was that the Colts would hold the Bills to 14 points and win that game, and I was also wrong. Brody takes the crown this week. Good job, Brody. We'll give you a little claps. Good job. Um, but now we are on to Ton Ton Freeman. Um, hopefully you came hot right take. with a hot take for the week. Um, oh, that's tough. You guys took my hot take because I was honestly on the Browns. I'm on the Browns bandwagon this year. No. I mean, I don't really see this as a huge hot take, but um, you know, I'll 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 put a leg out there. I think, I think, Bills beat the Ravens by two touchdowns. Being totally honest, I mean that's I, I it's a tough one, but yeah, I'll put it out there. I'll give it, I'll give them two touchdowns on that one. I like it. I like it. Bet bold. Uh, yeah, and I, <laughs> my. My hot take was that uh, I do think that the Rams are going to beat the Packers. I think that I think that's pretty bold, and that's the one seed in the NFC versus the six seed. So I guess we'll see what happens. Casey, what's your hot take? Sure. Uh, my hot take is that the Browns beat Casey. I think they're all good all around. I think that we brought in the spice today for the hot takes. Um, Tun Tun, we want to thank you for coming in and being our first official guest on the show. Um, we would love to have you back definitely sometime in the near future. It's always fun talking. For sure. You. I enjoyed it. This was great. Yes. I mean, we, I mean, you were great. I mean, you're the 49ers, fun topic to talk about. I mean, your hot take's definitely a good one. I definitely think it's my favorite out of a, besides mine, I think I want to see it happen just to make Brody a little, a little frustrated over there. <laughs> That's funny. That's real funny. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think we're gonna wrap it up. Do you guys have any last things you want to say before we go? Not at all. All righty. You guys want to plug all. any social medias while you can? Tonton, you got a food truck that you might want to shout out. Premium Smokehouse, baby. You can find us in Portland and in Beaverton. Uh, Beaverton, we're off of Western and Beaverton Hillsdale. In Portland, we're off of MLK and Lombard. Perfect. Well, fellas. Thank you for joining me tonight. Um, I'm sure. hoping next week we'll be in person and do something a little different. But Tuntun, best of luck out in California at school. Thank you. Um, we're excited to see what you do out there playing football. Brody Man, Kasten. appreciate you guys. Brody Kasten, it's all love like always. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you all next week. Thank you guys for listening. Much love. See you guys. Peace.